That night in a field near Bethlehem, there were shepherds watching over their flocks. Suddenly, an angel of the Lord appeared in radiant splendor before them, lighting up the field with the blazing glory of God, and the shepherds were terrified. But the angel reassured them, saying, Don't be afraid, for I have come to bring you good news, the most joyous news the world has ever heard, and it is for everyone, everywhere. For today in Bethlehem, a rescuer was born for you. He is the Lord Yahweh, the Messiah. Well, hello, Next Level Church. Merry Christmas. So good to have you join us today online, wherever we are. We're always grateful that you could join us. I want to go straight into the Word of God, and I want to read for you from Luke chapter 2, verses 13 to 20. Suddenly, many other angels came down from heaven and joined in praising God. They said, praise God in heaven, peace on earth to everyone who pleases God. After the angels had left and gone back to heaven, the shepherds said to each other, let's go to Bethlehem and see what the Lord has told us about. They hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and they saw the baby lying on a bed of hay. In other words, manger. When the shepherds saw Jesus, they told his parents what the angels had said about him. Everyone listened and was surprised. But Mary kept thinking about all this and wondering what it meant. As the shepherds returned to their sheep, they were praising God and saying wonderful things about him. Everything they had seen and heard was just as the angel had said. Today... Church, I want to talk to you about Christmas stories. What kind of story is your life telling? I want to pray right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come before you. Lord, we thank you because Jesus being born on this earth is the greatest story because it provides us the greatest hope to mankind. So, Father, I pray that as I open my mouth and speak your word, that you would make your word come alive. Touch every single person on this special Christmas day, Father God, that you would minister to them, that you would bring them hope, that you would bring them joy and peace and love as we study your word. Jesus, reveal yourself to us. In your mighty name we pray. And everybody said, Amen. Hey, let me ask you a question. Do you have an Instagram account? You probably do. Well, why do you like it? Why do you have an Instagram account? Oh, let me guess. Maybe you like to snoop on other people's business, doing some investigative reporting, some uh, gossip investigator part-time job you might have. Well, the truth is Instagram is straightforward. It's fast. You can crop what you don't like and add some filter to make you look a little bit prettier. And you upload it. Instant gratification. Daily stories. We want to share it with the loved ones and even the haters. We want to show them what we're up, what we're up to. So we capture different angles of ourselves, make ourselves look good. We go to the same party, but we take different angles so we can post it at different times. We are the most photographed, videographed generation in history. Most selfies happen in this generation, and it's because it's fast, it's simple, it's instant. My favorite video game growing up was Need for Speed. You and I, everyone's got a need for speed. We have a need for excitement, for thrill. Everything today is instant. 
dating is even instant. There's no longer, you know, secret admiring, you know, not in a creepy way, but like taking time to take the first move. Now it's not like that. Now it's lightning speed. People are just swiping, right? Injuring their thumbs. You know, you order from Amazon and it's at your door the next minute. All this high that we get. And so no matter how instant uh, uh, gratification issue you might have, there's a longing in our hearts for deep connection and deep love. And to have that everlasting feeling to uh, of knowing someone and to be loved. There's a desire that God has created in us. There's a vacuum that God has placed in us that only He can fulfill. And every instant we're telling our story, we are making history. All we have is this life. Every second we're building our life, we're adding to our story. And if we were to sum up all of our entire life, what kind of story would it tell? Every moment we're getting closer to the next life. You are not getting any younger unless you are Benjamin Button. We're all facing a forever. What kind of story will our life tell when we are gone from this earth? What kind of story will we tell our grandchildren when, when, when we are on our deathbed if we were to make it to an old age? In an instant, you can change the trajectory of your life. Even if it's 1%, over or long term, it will make a big difference. It's not too late. If you're still breathing, God is not done with you. He has a purpose and a plan for your life. Whether you're old or young or in between, there's a reason for your life. Have you ever made a dumb decision in an instant? You know, getting into debt or you want something and you just go for it. Have you ever made a great decision in an instant? Christmas is the greatest story that ever happened. But it's also an instant story. It happened instantly, suddenly. Galatians 4.4 says, In the fullness of time God sent. So that's in a specific instant. In a moment, Jesus came to the earth. Suddenly God's best gift to humanity manifested. It's free, it's available to you to receive right now. Other religions tell you that you have to earn it to go to the next level. But Jesus gave it to us through His grace. We don't have to earn our way. It's a free gift of grace. Jesus has done, Jesus has done it all. It's free. You can receive His grace, His, His salvation today. It's simple. The gospel is powerful and impactful, but it's simple. It's straightforward. It's free. It's not cheap. It's, it's available to you. It's not shallow. It's grace. It's deep grace. It's available to you in this instant, in this Christmas. Everything was an instant. Today you can change your life. Jesus is returning to the earth and His second coming will take place in an instant. He's coming in a twinkle of an eye, the Bible says. At a blink of an eye, we will be taken. Will you be ready? If you'll be ready, you'll be taken up with Him, joined with Him. But you got to get ready now. If you're not ready when He returns, then you will be left behind. So your life matters. Your decisions matters. Every small step that you take matters. Don't take this Christmas for granted. I want to just break down some of the ways the people in this passage that we read, how they behaved and what we can tell from their character and their action. Joseph, he was engaged, he was excited to, and he was planning to get married, you know, have a future, 2.3 kids like the Canadian average and, and, and marry this beautiful girl and then all of a sudden she's pregnant. What? Unexpected, sudden thing happened. So Joseph goes up to his youth leader and he tells his youth leader that his fiance is prego. And the youth leader is freaking out. He's like, what? Yeah, right. Joseph gets in trouble from the youth leader. I'm just making that up. I can imagine. 
He must have been embarrassed to tell his own parents, Oh yeah, the girl I'm going to marry, she's pregnant. But God confirms Joseph. Joseph had doubts, but he trusted God. He says yes to God in an instant. He chose God's narrative for his life. Whose narrative, whose plan will you choose for your life? Look at Mary. She gets pregnant suddenly, instantly, through the Holy Spirit. She's still a virgin, but there's a mystery because this has never happened before. She also has doubts, but in an instant, she trusted God. She chose God's narrative for her life. Whose narrative will you choose for your life? The homeboys, or the home fries, my wife would say, aka the poor shepherds, they were outcasts. They were blue collars. They were smelly. They were not treated like normal citizens because they care for dumb sheep all night and all day, sipping on dark roast from Tim's coffee with a shot of espresso. That's how I like it. These guys are taking care of the sheep that get sacrificed in the temple. Yet, the angel is announcing to them first. They were the first ones to find out that the Lamb of God is born. The Lamb of God who would take away the sins of the world. The perfect Lamb of God that, that, that God has provided for us for the sins of mankind. The wise men. I would love to meet one of these wise men. They were intelligent, they were rich, they were fly, they were riding on Bentley camels, bringing gifts in their LV suitcases, following the star. That's all they had to follow. They knew it was pointing them somewhere. They were so wise, they even stopped and asked for direction. So guys, it's not. there's no shame in asking for directions. It doesn't make you any weak. Just use your unagi. They found Jesus. They worshipped Him. They worshipped Him. Then they returned by another route. Listen, anytime we worship Jesus, we should return differently. Worshiping Jesus transforms us. There's something supernatural that happens. Whether you're joyful, crying, or you went through a breakup, whether you're at church or just watching online, maybe you had a rough year, maybe you have disappointments, but in His presence is fullness of joy. Type Amen in the chat right now. His presence heals us. Type Amen. You don't need another motivational speech. You, what you need is Jesus in the manger. In other words, get into your prayer closet. That's where the power is. Now that you can't go to a conference or listen to a pastor or to lay hands and pray for you easily, just go to the manger. Kneel at the feet of Jesus. Bring your burdens laid down at the feet of the cross, at the foot of the cross, and bring your adoration to Jesus. That's where transformation is. That's where the power is. Corporately or personally, when we worship Jesus together, there will be something shifting in our hearts. That's the power of God. See, online worship is different than in person, but it can be just as powerful if you would allow it. If, if God's narrative is the priority in your life, then it can be yours today. Joy can be yours today. Love and peace can be yours today. These people had questions, but they trusted God and they said, yes, to God. God changed their ordinary story into a forever trending story. They said yes to God instantly. And and that led them in a process to play a part in His story. His story. The greatest story ever told. But not check. King Herod. Dude is messed up. He killed his own family. He was power hungry. He thought he the man. He heard about the king and got upset. And he wanted to kill baby Jesus. 
Do we have a little bit of King Herod in our lives? We want to be independent. We want to run our own lives. We want to call the shots. Do what we want to do, when we want to do, with however or whoever. Don't tell me what to do. I'm the boss of me. You ain't the boss of me. I got all I need. I'm, I don't need you. Arrogant, prideful attitudes. Does that rise up in us? Do we use and misuse people? We are born with great potential. We are born with purpose. But our fallen human nature pulls us down. There are generational curses that keeps us shut down or limiting us from our full potential. No matter how hard you try, you keep falling and falling. There's a side note, by the way. I want to let you know, starting in January, we're going to do an inner healing course. And I want you to sign up for it. Because life wounds us. Our childhood, our past has wounded us. And so we need to discover how to, how to walk in freedom and victory no matter what you've been through. Starting this January, sign up. That was just a commercial break. If we would choose to live the way God designed us, life would be different. We need to allow God because we have to let Him call the shots and let Him hijack our story. And we need to enter into a life of blessing and that can only be done if we would surrender to King Jesus. See, the creation story took place in an instant, in a moment. Suddenly, God spoke and there it was. Creation was created. It became into existence. Suddenly, human chose to rebel against God in an instant, in a moment. Me mentality. And that created a huge rift, division between man and God. But in an instant, God began to prepare a plan to reconcile us back to Himself. Aren't you thankful for salvation? He gave us grace. God's riches at Christ's expense. Grace. We don't deserve it, but we receive it. And we cannot do anything to make us acceptable in front of God. Christianity is grace-based. That's what makes us different from all the other religion. Because God paid the price for us. God did it all for us. We just have to place our faith in Jesus. It's by grace and faith in Christ alone. Undeserved, unmerited grace. Jesus became one of us so that we can become like Him. Our best is never good enough in front of a holy God, but He lived a perfect life in our place and paid the price. We take a selfie, we edit it to, to meet our expectation, we crop out the mess, we put on some ridiculous filter, we add some extra light and ring light and Christmas light and on and on. And we have, have these apps to add muscles and makeup. We manipulate the settings, make ourselves look good. But it's really false advertising, as some husbands found out after the wedding night. When we give up control, that's when we gain control. Surrender to Jesus. Instantly, He's there for you. He's ready to restore you into the original image and the design God has for you. He will take you back in an instant. When God sees you, He sees Jesus' perfection. Jesus cropped out the sin and He applied the filter of forgiveness and grace. Come on now. Let's give glory to God because now your life is, a, is posted for everybody to see. You are living testament, testimony of, of what God can do through a broken vessel when you surrender it to Jesus. He can be glorified through you. This is the miracle of Christmas. It's free. It's not cheap. It's fast. It's not hurried. It's simple, not shallow. It's grace available for you right now. This very instant. Christ in you, the hope of glory. If you are like King Herod, 
running around, doing your own show, doing your own thing, taking your life into your own hands. Honestly, how's that working out for you? You've been doing it for years. How's that working out? Without Jesus, we were in darkness. We were doing temporary highs with permanent lows and stumbling through life. Do you realize how dark and hopeless the world is getting rapidly, day by day? There's a dark power fighting for your soul, for your life, against you. Because you are powerful. If only you would realize who God created you to be. You need the light that only Jesus can bring. Jesus says, I am the light. I've given you free will. Stop doubting. Start trusting. But it's okay. Just come to Him. Receive Him. His grace and forgiveness is available to you right now. Don't do this Christmas without Jesus. What will your story be? Jesus is going to amaze you if you would surrender to Him. And when we clock out of here, our hashtag will be hashtag heaven, not hashtag hell. Heaven begins when we make this choice to surrender to Jesus. We've tried it our own way all this time. Why not give Jesus a chance today? With all of your questions, all of your doubts, give yourself to Him. If you give Jesus a chance, He'll change your story, help you leave a legacy for others to follow and seal your forever. Leave a legacy for generations to come. It's your call. You have free will. He still loves you unconditionally, even when you're rejecting Him. God's not going to override your free will because that's what true love is all about. The good news about Christmas is that in an instant, you can make the decision that will change your forever. Jesus can enter into your life, no matter how messy it is. He's already paid for your sins. And He's already offered Himself to you. That undeserved grace is yours. You only have one life to live. Christ, Jesus, is your Savior. Choose Him. Let Him change your life story. It'll only take a moment. Right now, if you want to welcome Jesus as your personal Savior, click raise a hand. In the chat, you will see it. The button will pop out. All these years... You were going through loneliness and brokenness and hopelessness. And you wondered if anybody ever cared for you. Or if anybody would ever love you if it discovered all the things you've done. Jesus says, I love you unconditionally. You are my son. You are my daughter. Come home. And I have a family for you who is waiting to, to love you and to celebrate you. I have meaningful community for you. And Next Level Church, that's who we are. There's no judgment. There's no drama. We will welcome you. And you can belong here. And you can serve in a meaningful way. We truly believe that you get healed when you start serving. So if that's you, if the Holy Spirit, that's the power of God. Because you might be feeling something happening in your heart right now. And if you're feeling something on your heart, that's Jesus knocking at the door of your heart and saying, Son, daughter, I love you. Let me come into your heart. If that's you on the count of three, I want you to put your hand up. And click on that button. Raise a hand. One, two, three. Click that button right now. Yes. Say yes to Jesus right now. When you say yes to Jesus, you say no to fear. When you say yes to Jesus, you say yes to purpose and a future. Love, joy, peace. He's waiting for you. I want to pray for you. But before that, I want you to repeat after me. Because our God is a gentle God. He's waiting for your permission. So pray after me. Repeat after me to welcome Him into your heart. All right, repeat after me. Lord Jesus, I believe you are God. That you died for my sins and rose again on the third day with power. I thank you, God, 
for loving me when I was unlovable. Thank you, God, for waiting for me so patiently. I surrender myself to you. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Lead me, guide me, protect me. My life is no longer my own, but I give it to you in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. Man, this is the best decision you could ever make in your life because you don't have to be worried about life or death because your soul is now given to Jesus. He's your loving father. He will lead you. He would guide you. And if you're going through depression and anxiety and pain and loss and brokenness, I want to pray for you real quick. Put your hand on your heart. I want to bless you and pray for you. Father, I pray for every single person with their hand on their heart. Lord, I thank you because you are the great I am. Whatever we need, you are. You are our healer. You are our deliverer. So Lord, I pray for my brothers and sisters who are going through pain and, and, and depression and all of these overwhelming feelings. I pray God that you fill their hearts with your joy. Fill their hearts with your hope. Fill their hearts with your peace that surpasses all understanding, God. I thank you, Jesus, because they can trust you. Because you are their good father. And I remove every plan of the enemy, especially for 2021. I cancel every plan of the enemy that your children come closer to you and discover how amazing you are. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. It was such an honor to be with you on this Christmas worship service unto us. A king is born. Jesus is the king of kings and he loves you unconditionally. Until next time, I'm Pastor Deshan. All right, Pastor Deshan, you did amazing. We're so grateful to have you as a pastor, and you always do this week in, week out. So thank you so much for that amazing word, and yeah. All right, we're getting to our end of our Christmas experience to us as King is Born, but we want you to know that we are still here as a church. So hit us up, message us, Mm -hmm. and we want you to have an amazing Christmas. Merry Christmas from Next Level Family to yours. See you next week. See you guys.